guys hello and welcome back i'm jojo fraser it's time for a mojo injection episode 162 get into the mojo den the mojo cave i'm so happy to have you back here and i hope you've got real value from the extreme honesty of the last few episodes because i've been going through a bit of a transition um and yeah it's been really nice to be able to talk about it and just be brave enough to talk about some of the things i spoke about on um, episode 160 and 161. This episode was actually recorded um, quite a while ago um, before I went deep into my um, therapy and had a big transition but it's lovely to hear that um, I, I really feel like heart-led with this conversation with my amazing guest. I really feel like yeah we just really we didn't have a lot of time um, to do it but I really just feel like it flowed and there's some beautiful takeaways in this conversation. I just, yeah, it really um, hooked up my mojo. So my desire is for it to hook up your mojo. Um, now, one challenge I have had, guys, as I said uh, the other week, is I've been hacked on Insta by a very, very clever Nigerian guy. He's also set up a different email address for me. My email address is mommyjojoblog at gmail.com. He set up an address, mommyjojoblogs at gmail.com. My phone's been off the hook, guys. It's ridiculous. Um, I'm actually speaking to press about this to try and make noise. So I'll let you know when that article um, goes live. Um, just get some national press um, to warn others because I don't have time to reply to 5.5 thousand people. It's it's insane. Um, but I've got a big heart, so it's like, oh, I really want to reply to everyone. But I'm meant to be, you know, I only really want to be on my phone at the moment for creating content. Um, and sorting out, um, you know, working part-time on my um, film. Um, that's my passion, not scrolling and replying to loads of messages. So this hacker has been a real pain in the ass. But apart from that, I've been so inspired by this queen. So Iona May. Iona May is a women's health coach. She loves to transform our relationship, our body. Our passion just comes through so much. I was actually meant to go. She does like courses. I was actually meant to go to one of her night outs. I'd got the ticket to go. Um, she was collaborating with Le- Lynette Gray um, in the centre of Edinburgh. But actually, I was going through such a deep uh, process. And it was all about positivity. And I just wasn't in the space. I felt so high vibe, as I said last week, that I wasn't really able to go to that. And I was gutted, but it just wasn't the right time. I will definitely go to one of their events in the future, though. Um, but I'm going to put all I Iona's details in the show notes, guys. And if you want to connect with her, um, I just send you all so much love and good vibes. Let's bash on with this conversation. Um, as I say, we recorded it quite a while ago now, and I've changed so much in that time. I'm sure Iona, you know, always evolving, always growing. But as I say, still some wonderful content for you. So let's do it. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay, Iona, welcome to Time for a Mojo Injection. Oh, so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. So excited. Oh, it's lovely to have you here. And I'm glad we were able to to get it locked down because I know how busy life is and you've certainly got so much. You're spinning plates at the moment, aren't you? Well done. (laughs) Are you you having time to stay grounded as well? And how do you get your chill amongst all this amazing work you're doing? Yeah, good question. And, you know, actually, there was a couple of weeks recently where I realised I wasn't doing that. So I wasn't really doing the chill, chilling stuff. 
because it doesn't come naturally to me I have to force myself to do it however I realize actually a lot of mine well I know this just reminding myself a lot of mine is getting out in nature walking exercise sometimes it is just sitting and binging and watching like nonsense on Netflix um, but like one of mine is I've my folks live way up north in Scotland so like last weekend I took the weekend basically didn't look at my phone the entire weekend and just spent the time with my mum um gardening and walking so like that for me is like the best chill time <laughs> oh to properly switch off and get to the stage where your hand's not twitching as well like you have accepted that you're putting it away because yes. we know that once we get it open that's when we're in the hands of these very clever designers developers who know exactly how to keep us there so it's almost like setting that boundary and sticking to it and being there for your walks and your gardening and all that stuff so well done for doing that because I know how hard it is yeah to pull away from it oh my word I mean I think it takes a bit of you need a bit of decompression time Mm -hmm. so as in it takes me sometimes like a full day to stop the thoughts of like I need to check this I need to write that down I need to go and upload this I need to send that thing to that person did I message that person you know all the things like the the five million to-do list that we all have in our heads like constantly it does take me sometimes about a day to actually switch off but I think the more often we do those types of activities whether it's once a week or every day like even for five minutes the more you often the quicker you can go like wind down switch off Mm -hmm. and which yeah. is so important so I got that big reminder last weekend and then and then this week I've had I've been so I mean being the fool I keep saying fool instead of busy I feel like busy has a lot of negative connotations I've had a full uh, start to my week but yeah I feel like I've been really productive with it um because I managed to give myself that time off so it's like rest is not unproductive rest is one of the most productive things I think you can do yeah I love that and do you how do you find that sort of showing up on your in your body when you have lost that balance and you're like uh-oh I've not made that time like my life depends on it for me to de-stimulate how how does that show up does it show up in your shoulders does it show up in your sleep patterns mm, oh my god yeah 100 and this is something I've definitely tuned into so much overall for, from all the work I've done and for me so I suffer with the IBS I have in the past said oh I'm cured I'm not completely curing anyone ever is when they've had any kind of damage to their um, GI tract to, to basically any tube from your stomach to your bum hole. Then if you've had any damage to that in your lifetime, you're not ever going to be fully healed. But, you know, your body remembers trauma. Um, so mine, mine will be some of those IBS symptoms. So like pain, stomach, bloating, um, all sorts of toilet things. I don't know how much detail you want on that. Um, all that. So my body tells me very quickly. But then also things like I get jittery and then sleep definitely gets affected for sure like wake up in the night and it's not like wake up in night panic but I just wake up more in the night whereas usually when I know I'm pretty chill I just sleep right through like I'll yeah. you know go to sleep and don't even realize and then I'm like oh it's morning but yeah. I know when I'm not fully feeling myself then I like wake up and I'm like what it's three in the morning why am I awake right now Uh Um, your body telling you that either me I find if I get excited as well I wake up and then I'm like I want to be excited about life and I want to be celebrating whatever goals or you know if you've ticked a box and you're buzzing but my body's waking me up so is it saying slow down or what is it saying do you know what I mean is it just saying have a bedtime routine or do you know it's hard it's like a 
kind of to daily check in, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What's my body saying to me? Hundred percent. I use that so much with my clients actually. With um, yeah, a lot of eating stuff. So a lot of us have these extreme eating patterns because well one of it's just social conditioning and two it's just habitual change we develop it ourselves in that sometimes we'll just excessively eat because we actually have a need we want to fulfill but if we don't tune in with our body and listen to what that need is sometimes we'll just try and fill a hole with food and then still not feel fulfilled at the end and then go hmm oh well I feel crap now and then guilty and shame and and then you do it again and again and again so um I think noticing that yeah noticing what is it your body actually needs and wants right now is such a huge learning like game changing for you what was your what would you say your kind of purpose is what what was your why for getting into this great work love that I think it's changed but it's definitely always been around I feel like I was put here for a reason to teach to give back I've always always had quite I've actually had quite a nice life but we've all had trauma um and I just want to support with the thing that the huge movement is happening of stopping people suffering as much I mean there's always going to be some kind of suffering in life but helping people to to get the tools they can for themselves so that they can be empowered to decrease as much suffering as possible um which is a big thing but to me it's about empowering women um uh, and women of all ages all races from all over the world um and I think women are when I say I think we know women are what's going to change the world and are changing the world so I think being a part of that movement is so important what is it that makes us women so special is it our emotional intelligence is it the fact we're all goddesses I mean (laughs) oh my god I think there's so many levels to it so like yes the emotional intelligence for sure And I think whether you're a mother or not, all of us have this maternal, like I don't have kids, don't really plan to, but I have this huge maternal as in want to look after everyone, want to make sure everyone's all right. And I think we just have this, the all these incredible superpowers and so many women walk around unaware of the superpowers that they have um, of like you say, emotional intelligence, emotional intelligence and um, yeah, being in touch with, what we really really want I think uh, women just have this special gift that um some men have but not a lot of them (laughs) women are just amazing I know there was a chairman um on here a guy um Neil McLean so it's quite a few podcasts back it was 2019 very very senior leadership role amazing career really amazing guy but he admitted on the podcast that he thinks women are better leaders yeah <laughs> like get in this is a ceo nailing this uh, i just thought that was really cool and he gave various reasons but it stuck with me actually a hundred percent go neil love neil um i'm gonna go and, i'll go and find that and listen to it um but there's i totally agree there's been so many people quoted saying that and there's something in it like women I mean even look at what's happened over the last few years and where female leaders have been in power mm-hmm. I mean they've made such a big impact and I think handled things very very well mm-hmm. um, um yeah so I think female leaders there's just something special that I think as well because a lot of women in the modern era we have a lot of masculine energy like we're built 
and brought up to kind of do all the things men do as well as all the things women do and like all of our roles within society have been changing and still women have all those things still left over we still are able to you know be much more I think empathetic naturally which I think is a huge skill for leadership Um, and I think a lot of male leaders especially those in power at the moment kind of lack that empathy which is why women are so incredible um, alongside a million other things Um, but I think of the fact that we as women in the modern era can balance our masculine and feminine energy and then teach and train other people how to do that that's why I think female leaders are the are the future yes we are the future shine the light on women and I really want to talk to you about the book um are you allowed to tell us the title congrats for going for it because I know what an exciting journey that is when you bring it together and you just you get the vision but you don't just talk about it you go for it and oh my god you you've clearly been inspired because to write a book you have to um, really have this vision in place, you know. Hi. <laughs> Hello. I'm like an extra guest. <laughs> I'm like Charlie. Don't come in. We're chatting. He's like, I want. I promise. And here he is. Um. So uh, tell us about it. Tell us about where it started. Yeah. Amazing. So yeah. So the book is called Unleash Your Sass. So finding your true inner confidence. Um, and this is through my method. So it's a three-level method, looking at your mindset. So how you talk to yourself, how you talk to yourself about your body, looking at your um, uh, habits. So what habits do you have? Are they aligned with that mindset? Are they aligned with where you want to be? Um, and looking at your consumption. So consumption to me, I think is so, it's just everything for our overall health. So like what information are we taking in? What foods are we taking in? Um, and what can we get rid of out of our consumption that we that, that is not serving us? And I think so much of that is actually going on in our heads. So that's kind of the the chunk of the book. Um, and it's something I've been writing. I mean, I've probably got about three or four other books kind of half written that were going to be in this book, but I realised I was trying to pack too much in. So um, I've been kind of writing it for a long time. And like you say, I was like, right let's just get this done let's actually make it into something physical so I'm so excited to um to yeah have it out there in the world very exciting oh my goodness what was the moment that you were like I'm just gonna get it was there something that happened a catalyst for that that you thought no I really need to get this out there for people to have it in their hands and be inspired multiple factors I think um the real push and pull for me is that I love the fact because I over the years I've given a lot of clients of mine stuff they can keep and keep reusing. So like we booklets and journals and um like things that are tangible that you can pull out, whether it's a PDF or a physical actual wee mini book thing. Um, and I just think there's so much power in having something tangible that people can do that they can go back and use and reuse the exercises and I think you'll be the same you will have probably read a book 10 years ago and you read it again now and you you still get something from that so that's one side I think also from a personal level it sounded maybe a bit egotistical but I think being able to leave something like that like this is at the moment my life's work and I think being able to leave something behind to be like say I got hit by a bus tomorrow I know that there's something there that is like oh that's something something I wanted to do in my life that left behind that can help with that journey of empowering women and um, so yeah I think it's a kind of a twofold 
to the world and also just for me something amazing to be able to like give and it's it's a healing process as well you learn a lot about yourself when you take time to reflect and write don't you oh god yeah (laughs) what would be like a couple of your biggest lessons from the process um I think actually the amount of healing I've done personally yeah like going back to old stories I remember when I first started writing like honestly probably a decade ago because I remember when I first started writing it was like pulling out old diaries and reading back over things and like you know where was my head at and then I remember finding it really painful to read and now looking back like now certain stories I've got through the book because there's some personal stories of mine and some case studies from clients as well in there and um yeah reading back I'm now like all right that happened yep but there's just the, the, the attachment to it's gone which to me is like that's awesome that that's but there's obviously still one or two things in there I don't think the work is ever done we're always kind of growing and healing and learning and I think when we think the learning's done either the ego is too big or we need to move into do something else uh-huh. um so I think that's that's pretty powerful knowing how much I've healed I think it's, it's great what was you know and all the kind of work that you you know did to sort of think about the patterns and the the past trauma and things you've picked up and as you say you've had a great life you know I would say to people I've always been known as really really happy and but still trauma yeah. happens you know and um sort of picking yourself back up but has there been like a couple of healing sort of practices was it meditation was it therapy was it inner child work was it a spiritual experience is there a couple of things that really helped Mm, yeah nice so like tangible things I would say number one and I speak about so much in the book is I think self-awareness is always step one like and um which can be in many different modes I don't think it necessarily has to be one um but a couple that I used over the years is one journaling which journaling I think for me has always been the most therapeutic cathartic thing and I think journaling and burning paper and people who've not done that before might be listening thinking what the hell but um, I know you will have done it you will have done it for sure I get scared though I'm like am I going to burn my uh, fingers I'm like a it's anxiety I can hear my mother the patterns coming through me watch your hand <laughs> yes oh my totally um I've actually I had a, a really funny one of that where I wrote this whole big long letter it was actually with an ex-partner who subsequently ended the relationship um, and a lot of that was in what I'd written like I don't think this is right blah 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 and then tried to burn it, wouldn't burn, tried to rip it up, the paper wouldn't rip, and then tried to put it down the toilet, wouldn't flush. And I was like, oh my God. So it ended up like running a mile away from the house and putting it in someone else's recycling bin. And it's goodness. <laughs> if you're gonna do the burning thing, make sure you've got paper you can burn and do it in a safe place outside, ideally. Um, but that is so cathartic, I think. Journaling, writing on paper and just knowing that that is it's out and it's safe, like oh. it's safe to write and let it out obviously you need to be in a safe space to do it first and but the fact that you can just burn that and it's gone like no one ever needs to hear it see it read again and maybe it will come back up again some of these things we need to do like 10 times before it really is released Um, and but I think letting go of it like by burning it is just like so good yes I love that Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and sometimes as well like you could write a letter just say you've been hurt or you're, you've not got closure or whatever you could write a letter and you think you've got closure but you might not so then you could write another letter with someone yeah. the intention just for you you don't have to send it to anyone 
just for you and then you can have your own little ceremony where you want to go to a beach yeah. seal it off or, or whatever you want to do it's, mm. it's healing right it's releasing and surrendering mm-hmm. and I, I've got this analogy about onions and that I think all of us are like onions and not like Shrek <laughs> when they stink but like we have like as we're, we're born this pure amazing being of light and everything's rosy and great um, and and we're in the moment we're really there you know you hurt yourself you cry okay the pain's gone you stop crying you you know we're very in the moment mm-hmm. and then socially conditioned and all these things happen in life where we make these stories and it add them on and the layers of the onion and depending on all the things you might have hundreds of layers of thick onion around you and I think all of those exercises and all these things we do is peeling off the layers of onion basically just unlearning all that crap and then you find that oh actually I do love myself I am amazing I'm great I'm powerful let's go so I think the more you can peel them off the better What, what do you think is the key thing that holds people back from getting, you know, the sort of the health that they require, whether it's sort of physical health, mental health, spiritual health, emotional? Mm, good question. And, you know, I think there's, there's a two-pronged situation, one high level, one personal level. So I think high level, just very, very briefly, the system's broken as in a lot of people don't have access to what they need like we know at the moment it's like a six month waiting list for mental health support and that's where most people would go is to their GP I mean I personally know of in the last two years multiple people who have committed suicide which is not okay and um, so that's an issue which is much bigger and I think the more we basically do all this work break down the patriarchal structures and get more people in place to create a better system to support people in all levels the better however on a personal level I think it's also because there's actually so much support out there for free online Mm. and it's about fear I think fear of either success or failure like what if I go to a therapist and it gets worse if I or what if I start coaching and I open up all this stuff and it's you know why life gets harder which it might first but it will get better after or fear of success I think a lot of people are scared of changing things in their body so what if oh if I start going to the gym and I get really fit what if my husband or wife then leaves me because you know I'm they think I'm too good for them that is genuinely some people's fear and I have a client have had clients who've had that fear or what if I become wealthy and then all my friends and family hate me because I've got a big boat and they don't <laughs> you know like these yeah. fears are so real yeah I remember working with the trainer and it was it was through the blog so I was getting a lot of um training and I was I was feeling great, but I remember saying to someone, what if I get too vain? Like, what if I just love myself like too much? And that's, that's not me speaking. That's, as you say, it's what well, society It's not, you know, she loves herself, yeah. whatever, whatever. And it was like, the words were coming out of my mouth, but that's not what I really think because it's fantastic. If I look in the mirror and go, wow, I look great in those jeans. Oh yes. You're looking great. You own that. Why is that a bad thing? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because if you're, it doesn't mean that you can't appreciate other people. It's not a arrogance thing. It's just, a, I feel nice getting ready or I can fit into my clothes or whatever your, your thing is. Like I find, you know, after 
like lockdown and stuff and you've got these stunning pair of jeans and I'm like I would love to fit into those jeans I'm not going to shame myself because I've had you know a roller coaster of a couple of years where I just was loving the baking and the eating and whatever mm-hmm. um it was entertainment when you're stuck at home I'm not going to shame myself but at the same time yeah. I want to be like a fox in those jeans again so it's it yeah. taken me a while to get that because you you get all these thoughts like oh will they leave me will my friends not like me because they think I'm full of it will you know it, it's ridiculous isn't it yeah 100% and I think um I've been working with a, an amazing coach I think you might know her as well Hayley Forbes um was one of my coaches at the moment talks all the time about the duality that it's so important to have both so like really find how you can love yourself right now and be okay with all that like and you might still have friends who do do all that and think oh god but what other people think of you we all know it really doesn't matter doesn't none of your business doesn't matter um but at the same time while still loving yourself you're still allowed to want more and like that is all okay to mm-hmm. I teach that to my clients all the time like it, you are completely safe and it is okay to really love yourself now and still be like still want to you know lose a wee bit of body fat or fit into these jeans or to feel better in my bikini in the summer you know um you can have wanting progress and still love yourself as you are now like both can happen yeah and I think because there's so much you know so much content on social media I felt I got a bit lost as in I'm a body positive if I want to make changes to my body well, does that embody what I'm teaching? You know, I'm all about empowerment and, and getting people to really love who they are and accept who they are. But here am I going, I don't love my all of my body. Mm-hmm. What's wrong? With, you know, I felt like I got lost. I didn't know what I really felt. Yeah. And that can maybe take a little bit of time to unpick that, right? And go, what do I want? And if I do want this, why am I sabotaging? What's going on underneath? What's mm-hmm. stopping me from getting it? Because if you want something enough, you'll get it, right? You know, yeah. most of the time, obviously you can't just, I'm going to win the lottery, right? I'm a millionaire, uh, you know. Yeah. But if you want something and there is a a way to get there, yeah, and like improved physical health, getting into the genes, eating a healthier diet, changing your sleep routine whatever it is or if you want to meet someone and you want to be in a relationship I remember being relentless I was on a mission I was like I'm going to go dating I'm going to put myself out there I'm going to be honest if I like someone do you know what I mean and then things start to click because you're in that mindset and you're looking for it and when you know what you want and I remember knowing the sort of guy I wanted to meet after a ton of drama and stress and being treated like crap and my friend Robin said you know what you want now he says, you know, you've always been yeah. stuck between the geek and the bastard. He's like, what you want, your subconscious starts to seek it out. It. Yeah, yeah. So just to find it. So it comes. So it's, I think with social media, we get so confused. We don't know if we're thinking through some influencer that we love, yeah. some celeb that we love, or some actor doing a motivational speech that we love, or some sports person or some TV that we're like, but what do we want? What yeah. do we, what do you really, really want? And yeah, sometimes that is just, as you say, journaling, coaching, working on yourself. And there's so, so many cool. layers to that. Uh-huh. And knowing, 
100% and also knowing that then if and when you do figure out what you want knowing that if it's the complete opposite of what all your friends and family and society do that's totally okay like I think we're going to see a huge upsurgence over the next while of people just doing their own thing yeah like, we've seen it with COVID people loads of people starting their own businesses or like trying new hobbies or like you know just really really owning their own shit which I love um so yeah I think I think you're right just getting getting right down to the nitty-gritty we have to have some of these tools to use to get in there um but once you're in there it's just like really own what you want and and be happy with the decision once you've decided this is what I want and also you can change your mind yes because that might just be a little you think you know what you want and then you start and then you go oh actually I'm pivoting now it's not what I want but I've learned this and it's going to get me closer to you know what I mean it's like a kind of yeah I think with the relationships that's so good such a good example I think sometimes we can go oh my god that terrible relationship and there was this you know this bad thing happened and they did this and did the when actually that's a learning like you learn what you really don't want very quickly in relationships or not quickly but Mm -hmm. coming out of it and then you go right well I can just write a full-on list of what I don't want and what's the positive opposite of that oh right cool more of this less of that um which I think is really important and focusing on the want rather than the don't want I think is yeah basically like you're saying once you know where you're headed steer in that direction did you find in lockdown there was a point where you go this is what I want this is really really what I want like something or I I want to change this or I want more of this in my life Hmm. good question um I had an interesting time in lockdown actually because I was the only person within the household I was in I think there's six of us in the house um my boyfriend and his folks who was was still working like I was working full-time in the job I had at the time and still running my business and um I actually reminded myself that I love what I do both I love the job I have and I also love my business and but the good thing about both of them is that they are um all very much in coaching education health and also I can do them from anywhere so that's definitely something I realize I want to always have is the uh, ability to work from wherever I want so I can just up and read and that's the plan the plan before lockdown was to go traveling with my work with my uh, business um, and yeah when things calm down a little more then I'll probably up sticks and just be off ski so being able to I think be free to just do basically what I want when I want and I love working and I never want to stop I don't think I'll ever retire mm. um, and when you find something you you want to do and have a passion um, like I like the idea of financial freedom and investing and having financial freedom all into all that however I don't know probably take some time off completely at some points in my life but I don't think I'll ever retire so I think that's one big learn relearning I was like I'm actually not sad that I'm still working because I love it yes and that's so amazing that feeling right it's 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 a beautiful thing you know and and as yeah. you learn as well the more experience, the more you'll have to offer. So why would you not want to do that? And it'll just be something that evolves organically. Mm-hmm. Have you, who are the sort of mentors in your life? Is there an incredible book you've read that's inspired you? An incredible kind of um, campaigner or coach? Oh, my word. I was just thinking, it's just so funny. I was going through different levels there of people I know directly in my life and then people who are famous who I'll probably never meet 
um <laughs> two people actually one who we both know Lynette Gray she's amazing um, yeah amazing such a close friend of mine I feel so lucky and blessed to be here to be able to say that and um, mm. like we speak most days and she was one of my first ever life coaches um yeah. and we'd met we were kind of felt a wee bit pally before we coached but she has coached me through some heavy stuff mm. and but yet still I think every time I speak to her she's so inspiring and she's so normal yeah but not normal like she's just so relatable real I, I, I hate calling people normal because when people call me normal I'm like oh honey <laughs> you do not know me at all but it's I think the, the feeling is like someone who's relatable real like shit still happens but yeah she's just so like bounce backable and um yeah I think she's incredible and the other person who is <laughs> other end of the spectrum a bit random Angelina Jolie is probably one of my biggest idols wow. um I mean one she's absolutely beautiful but that's kind of irrelevant to whatever else she's done but she's written some incredible books she basically helped set up this thing called the UNHCR um, and does loads of work with refugees and um gives most of her money back to that organization and others that she set up um she's incredibly humble she also had to have a double mastectomy because she's got the um breast cancer gene and like talks about all the stuff I think she is an, a phenomenal woman she's actually speaking of speeches she did a really amazing speech when she got a, an award at the UN summit I think like seven years ago and anytime I'm feeling uninspired I watch it and I'm like we'll need to you'll need to share that with us I'll I'll be tuning into it do you know why her and Brad split I clearly don't read enough or listen to enough oh I don't know neither do I I don't know pass I Um, I actually just watched Mr and Mrs Smith the other night though and that's when they met which I'm like hilarious looking at the chemistry yes are you following the Johnny Depp thing oh I'm kind of trying to avoid it because I feel like it's I don't know their business, but um, you can't oh. can't really avoid it. It's everywhere. <laughs> well, Hobbs watches it and gives me the updates, but uh, oh goodness, it's just it's crazy to think though that you could be such incredible actor. You know, life looks so great and everything. You've got all these properties, la la la, freedom. But now your all your personal information is being shown to the world for entertainment. It's mm. just it's yeah. crazy, isn't it? just goes to show um that no one's got all together and 100 what a crazy world that that's actually happening it blows my mind that this is actually being shown to the world i'm like Mm -hmm. what's going on um well to wrap up because we've got a few minutes left i always ask people i could talk to you forever i'll need to get you on again and um i was going to say what's your mojo song what's a song that really gets you going Oh my word. First one that came to my head there is um Ciara or Kiara, I'm not sure how you pronounce her name, but um level up, right? That is a very recent one. But that's one if I'm in a bit of a funk. Uh-huh. Um level up, level up, level up, level up, level up. <laughs> Amazing. I'm gonna be shaking that on. Um and I can't wait to read the book honestly so well done you sounds like you've got so much knowledge to share and um keep inspiring my lovely likewise love it thank you so much for having me can't wait to chat again yeah definitely what we will do is we will all right guys song for this week 
Level up by Kiara. Level up. Oh, level up. Oh, yeah. Level up. Level, 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 level up. You are yummy. Get twerking, guys. I'm twerking right now with you, right? Listen, right, my thighs are, oh, I'm doing some really good squats right now, and I'm shaking my ass. Push your ass back. Shake it down. Oh, yeah. Baby, work with me. Oh, yeah. Level up. Oh, yeah. Mwah.